WCSG Backstage gives you access to your favorite WCSG DJs from your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your middays, and the ride home. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Steve. I'm Kathy. And this is WCSG Backstage. Welcome to WCSG Backstage. This episode, we chat about our favorite ways to waste time, share a little shock and awe with uh, what the what stories, head to the courtroom with Bullpen Court, and Amanda's going to bring us a new deep cut. Now, a recent poll found the average person wastes almost two hours a day on mundane things, sitting in traffic, waiting on hold, flipping through channels, things like that. That's about 624 wasted hours a year, or the equivalent of 26 days. days. Man, what is your favorite way to waste time? Kathy, how about you lead us off? Well, fortunately, I'm a pro at wasting time, especially in the department of reality shows. Uh, So that would be my answer. But more specifically, the show, I'm going to admit this. Dance Moms. I watch Dance it. Moms. I do. I watch it with my daughter Cassidy, and we waste a lot of time. But we're spending time together, so yes. I have justified it because it's time well spent. Because I'm with her, right? Yes, hundred so, percent. Right. Although sometimes I find myself, I'm like, oh, I just want her to come to my room so I can justify watching this. Like she doesn't run, really want to watch it. So I'm really instilling some wonderful things. I want into to see what children. happens next. Get down here. Yes, so we so can watch exactly. This. I'm still hung up on what this is. Is it moms that are dancing? No, no. no. It's really the show about these young girls that are dancers, but the moms are kind of the drama of it. And uh, and they it. are, they're just always yelling at each other. I don't know why I enjoy this, but. There's a lot of jockeying for yeah. position and mm-hmm. like the dance teacher is kind of nasty. Oh, and she's not like, kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> expects way too much from these girls and they have to be part of this elite group yeah. and who gets mm-hmm. the solos. And but it's who's a shared a- experience between you and your daughter. Yes. So that's worth it. Have to see who's on top of the pyramid. Yes, you know. yes. <laughs> See, I have also wasted time watching Dance Moms, feel, so you don't have to feel mm-hmm. bad. Okay, good, good. I feel not so alone. Thank you, Amanda. You're welcome. <laughs> it took me a minute to think about this, because I'm like, well, I don't really have a lot of extra time to waste. And yeah. then Jeremy picks up his cell phone and points it at me, and I was like, hey, <laughs> TikTok. TikTok okay. is the thing I enjoy wasting time on if I'm sitting waiting for my kids at a practice or just, you know, sitting there doing nothing. It's like, oh, I'll just scroll through and see what people are doing. I've learned some things on TikTok. Yeah. I've laughed a lot through uh-huh. TikTok. Yeah. Um, but those that time could definitely be better spent, like, you know, cleaning something or catching up on Bible study or sleeping. Yeah. Like, <laughs> those, I always say, I'm so tired. Why don't I get enough sleep? Well, because I'm sitting there scrolling through my dumb phone. Well, there's two things with that, though, because I think there's also a shared experience where you will send oh, yeah. TikToks to people. So yeah. now you're you're oh, sharing okay. and spreading joy. So maybe that's not necessarily wasted time. Sure. That's but true. I will also say, I feel like the invention of the continuous scrolling yes. is what eats
eats up our time. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, if there was right. an end of the page, then you might be able to more have to put it down and just move on. Well, it's never ending. It's yeah. crazy. Uh-huh. Like I, I do like I use the treadmill and I'll watch like a show on my phone, like on Discovery Plus or something. But I stumbled across <laughs> this woman on TikTok who goes through and breaks down all the episodes and like shares like her opinions and thoughts and why they do this. And so I found myself the other day, I watched the episode one day. The next day I was on the treadmill. I spent no kidding 30 minutes just watching this one lady's oh wow one minute videos you know going through like wow. the episode yeah. recap so it's interesting so how done. yeah it's like almost talking about it with a friend okay. but you don't yeah, get yeah, to yeah. talk back right she just right. says the things that i was already thinking okay so. kind of hmm. confirms like right. your feelings yeah. i right. thought you were gonna say it's like she just condenses it. it's like cliff notes so you don't have to watch the whole episode oh, that would be nice. <laughs> she does uh-huh. and she has said yeah so many of you have reached out to me saying you no longer watch the show you just come back for the recaps <laughs> mm. i'm like well that's the smart thing to do i right. said do both so. i need to find someone who will do that for me for dance moms yes like, yeah yes edit hmm. it down interesting dance mom time <laughs> Maybe you should start that with there your daughter. You I'll do it. And then you get the TikTok involved. There we and, go. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Challenge accepted. Oh, um, well, TikTok was where my brain immediately went because like I said, that continuous scrolling, it's just amazing where you're like, oh, wow, I just wasted 30 minutes and yeah. didn't even realize it. Uh, so that is an obvious winner, but uh, I have a bigger time waster that's been with me probably the longest and it's just video games. I've always oh, yeah. enjoyed them mm-hmm. and um, you, know, you can sit down and and just start playing and it's like you just go into a place you have no concept of time Mm -hmm. and several hours will be passed and you're like well forgot to eat dinner forgot to go to bed on (laughs) time it's like your own version of a casino no clocks that's probably why a casino is like that because you don't yeah you you close yourself off to all the outside stuff and yeah so Mm. fortunately for me like Kathy I do sometimes invest time playing video games with other people there you Mm -hmm. go so then it's not always necessarily Yeah. yeah yeah I Uh, saw this you know question and I was like okay I am not gonna say that the things I spend most of my downtime doing watching a movie or a TV show or listening to a podcast I'm not gonna call those wasting time yes because they're somehow in enhancing my life (laughs) in some small way Uh, so I kind of had to go what do I do that really really is a waste of time and so I'll say to my shame it is not TikTok, but just social media just scrolling through Mm -hmm. Facebook and Instagram Uh I have not gotten on the TikTok wagon yet, probably because I'm like, I don't know what I've ever get out of that <laughs> rabbit hole. Um, so anyway, if I'm just like sitting like in a parking lot waiting for my wife or waiting for a kid, that's kind of my go-to. I'll just do that. Um, it's kind of like the newspaper of today in certain it is. respects. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Right. And I, you do get legitimate news. Mm. <laughs> or ish. Did you say legitimate? <laughs> right. Oh, someone in this room has been known to be prone to clickbait. Uh, would anyone like to admit who that yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. I'm like, I, I, whatever the like little grabber is that says like, you won't believe the next oh, thing that happened. We both always I'm get sucked like, in I'm with that. I'm not going to do it. Yes. I'm not, oh, I have Arr. to do it. And it's always on the very last page. So you have to scroll if, through everything. Yeah, that, if that, yes. you'll be like in there, yeah. this entire thing that I just read, yep. you know, and it's like, we're that, learning never, though. We're learning. Yes. Don't click on it. Just yes. don't do it. Sounds so <laughs> you old are going right to now. be disappointed when you get to the end. Right. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. What? 
the what? Seems like it's been a little while since we've highlighted the news of the weird with what the what. <laughs> Let's take a look at some of the craziest news stories that we could find. Amanda, what'd you bring? All right. I'm going to talk about the pandemic. Everybody's favorite topic. Oh, yes. Thank um, you. More, please. <laughs> remember, <laughs> you know, lockdowns, they were a thing. Thinking back to 2020 and mm-hmm. even just not being able to either go to the office or go visit friends or family or go to church. Like that was just such a, it felt like a very restricted time. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of going to the grocery store and being out and about. Well, in China, they have a very, very strict COVID policy as far as lockdown comes. Lockdowns will often be like right now. Like wherever you are right now, that's where you need to be. And so a woman had been on a blind date with this guy and went over to his house for dinner in China's like lockdown oh. time. So she got stuck there. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. They oh, man. put 13 million residents of this one town in lockdown and she was stuck there. As far as we know, like four days, but maybe more. Oh, wow. Because she was posting about it on social media. Like, here's my experience. This guy's nice enough and he knows how to cook. So I appreciate that. Yeah. But he doesn't really talk to me. Oh, And so she felt like it was very awkward and it wasn't like a Hallmark movie in the making. It did not turn out well. See, I was thinking the opposite. I felt like it had good bones for a Hallmark movie. Lockdown Love was the title I had already come up with. You already got it. (laughs) Yeah, because none of those Hallmark movies are actually realistic. So we like the concept of it, but Mm -hmm. in reality, it didn't work out. So it did not work out. Um, Well, as far as we can tell, she stopped posting on social media. She just posted like a a finale video of like, I'm still here I'm not going to keep posting about this but I think she did eventually get out but what's crazy is in that time that short time the city tested 12.6 million people in six hours for COVID to make sure that they didn't have it wow, wow. isn't that incredible how, how long pretty impressive. six hours 12.6 million people were tested That's some rapid testing so I think that was their way of trying to like shut it down immediately I but guess. I can't imagine Man. I would have been stuck at the Van Andel Arena if I would have been in the place where they're like, the world stops now, right? Because mm, yeah. I was at a Lauren Daigle concert. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> was I don't I? know. I think I was at a wedding. <laughs> I was at a, I was DJing a wedding reception. <laughs> These poor um, we newlyweds are like, can we just go? Forever. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Well, talking about getting stuck, everybody has had that scenario where you're maybe running a little bit late and you get caught by the train. And you're like, yeah. oh, this is so aggravating. Well, if you're like me, one of the things that you do is you count all the cars to let the time pass. That's a time waster. Time waster right there, if you will. Looking at TikTok. Well, in Walla Walla, Washington, if you had done this in a particular day, it would have just been one car. Uh, Here's what happened. A scene captured on video posted to Twitter by a county sheriff uh, videotaped just a single tank car going down the tracks all by itself. (laughs) After some investigation, authorities determined that the tank car had broken away from the train and had rolled nearly 16 miles all on its own before finally being stopped. It had reached top speed of about 50 miles an hour while on the loose and then eventually slowed down to about 3 miles an hour before as it rolled uphill. Uh, That gave responders a chance to climb aboard the moving car and apply the brake. Fortunately, no one was hurt. There is an investigation 
investigation now underway uh, to figure out what caused the car to break away from the train. I immediately went to Vin Diesel and company yes. from Fast and Furious. I thought mm-hmm. the same like thing. This is part of an action film of yes. some sort. <laughs> there are so many movies where that's like part of the plot. You exactly. got to get on board, uncouple it, and then you can steal whatever is in and it. And it's right. just easy to do while it's going. Oh, yeah. totally. You know? Sure. Like, yes. There's no Nobody's injuries looking. or... It's all about family. At what point are they going to just like put, they're cheap enough. You just put a little camera on every one of these train cars. <laughs> right. You know, little so you can pros. figure out who it is that made off with your <laughs> runaway car. Walla walla. They wanted to be in the news. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So ever been driving down the highway and this moment comes where these birds just like fly right out in front of you yes. or maybe just one or something. Uh, it can be kind of jarring. Well, imagine it's a red tailed hawk. Wow. Wildlife rescuers in Utah said a red-tailed hawk became lodged in the front grill of a car at high speed, but somehow managed to avoid any serious injuries. How in the world? Yes, I know. The uh, Wildlife Rehab Center of Northern Utah said in a Facebook post that the uh, mature bird of prey encountered a sudden stop (laughs) uh, Sunday when it became embedded at high speed into the grill of a car. Uh, The center said x-ray images taken after the hawk was extracted from baby the vehicle like yeah it was just like its head was just lodged in there um where the x-ray was difficult to read but vets examined the bird said they don't believe any bones were broken or any other serious injuries were incurred uh the post said the hawk's condition after uh, after the rescue was a miracle wow and uh officials and vets said they're going to take radiographs to ensure the hawk is ready to be released back into the wild but the post ended saying she's feisty and standing and wings and body seem fine wow but if you saw the picture of this thing you'd be like oh that guy's done for yeah. Yeah. did the people know they hit it and stop or did they just keep because so often like, like yeah. you'll yeah. you'll get to your destination like oh man i hit a butterfly or yes. whatever so that's, that's a, a good question hawk. i'm they, not sure they're not small no, no. Yeah. you would feel a thump i would yeah. think yeah probably how yeah. would you say they compare in size to like a turkey smaller right i think they're a little smaller okay because yeah. i was driving on m6 once and i was just driving along and i see these turkeys fly across the road and I'm looking, watching over to the right as they cross. And as I turn back, one just hits my hood. <laughs> oh, no. Jetted oh. straight up. I looked in the rearview mirror to watch it Did fall it down. Yep. But then when I got home, there was just like this giant wing print <laughs> on the hood of my vehicle. So that in that case, it wasn't stuck to the car. Yeah. Like, yes. You, had, like, you definitely its, would feel it. It left its mark. Yeah, yeah. it left its mark. <laughs> what kind of car is it? The, the Thunderbird or the T-Bird? Like, what is it, what is it that has the, the one, bird on it? It's a Firebird. <laughs> firebird. Firebird. <laughs> firebird on the front of it. Yes, mine was the turkey. It was actually a Honda Accord. But That's <laughs> funny. A turkey is appropriate for a Honda Accord. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of animals, my story is also about an animal. And it might not seem like a very what the what kind of story, but it caught my attention because if you knew my history with um, keeping fish alive, this would be pretty <laughs> impressive. So meet Methuselah. It's a fish that um, it, he's he's about 90 years old. 90? Yeah, in the Bible, Methuselah was Noah's grandfather and said to have lived 969 years old. Methuselah the fish, not quite that old, about 90 they think. And uh, it's a four foot long, 40 pound Australian lungfish that was brought to the San Francisco Museum in 1938. Wow. I mean, yeah. So that's pretty impressive. And I would say... So it's been living museum life ever since 38? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
That's so a long time. I would say yeah. 90 in fish years probably is 969, yes. right? Fish, yes. fish years, or if, the, if that's even a thing. I, I mean, don't I don't know. know much about the lung fish. I don't either. I mean, most of them have gills from what I've heard. <laughs> right. So right. that's a little different. Okay. This guy has to come up for air on occasion. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's why he lives so long. He has a functioning <laughs> respiratory system. <laughs> so it said that uh, Methuselah is the oldest fish in uh, like an aquarium fish because they can't check all fish of the sea. But, you know, sure. and um, but this is the thing that really was kind of funny to me. Um, and the kind of the what the what is that Methuselah likes getting rubbed on her back and be, oh it's a her by the way uh, on her back and belly and has a mellow personality. Oh. I tell volunteers this is what the the guy at the aquarium. I tell volunteers pretend she's an underwater puppy, very mellow, gentle. But of course, if she gets spooked, she'll have sudden bursts of energy. But for the most part, she's calm. It's because she's nine hundred and sixty nine thousand yes. years mm. old or whatever. Yes. Um, and so you know, so don't get her too spooked because she you know might pass on. But um, the Australian lungfish is now a threatened species, can no longer be exported from Australian waters. So biologists say uh, that it's unlikely that they will get a, re a replacement for her once mm. she passes Aww. away. But we give her the best possible care we can provide. And hopefully, hopefully she thrives. Also, it says she's picky. I forgot to mention this. She's picky. She will only eat fresh figs. Oh, what? so that's kind of unusual. That's her secret to her longevity. There you go, fresh fish. Or maybe she's stubborn. She's like, this museum is always going to have a lungfish if I have anything to say <laughs> yes, about it. Yes, there you go. And I can gum these figs down. That's right. That's right. Also, lungfish, puppies of the sea. Puppies of that's the sea. That's the nickname I've heard. Yep, yep. Uh, well, you know I'm going to somehow try to talk about puppies, so. <laughs> How did they figure out she liked figs? Yeah. That's not that's not a thing you would think about. Right, right. Hmm, that's a good yeah. story. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> yes. A lot of questions. This is Bullpen Court. Well, we just found out this week that Willis Law Attorney and Counselors will be sponsoring the WCSG Backstage Podcast in the future, which is good timing because it's time to head to Bullpen Court. Ooh. As a refresher, in Bullpen Court, we each bring a case or a scenario or a conflict Ooh. that needs an answer for the greater good. We present the case to the rest of the hosts and everyone votes on a resolution. Okay. Here we go. Jeremy, what is your bullpen court case? Well, bullpen court comes from the fact that we work out of a bullpen. And earlier this week, <laughs> That's, yeah. I actually got my court case from our bullpen conversation. You did. Kathy had mentioned that the Bible, she had learned this week, that the Bible is the most shoplifted book mm -hmm. of, of all time mm -hmm. or at any given time. And then, Amanda, that prompted you to say, well, there's always free Bibles at the hotel. Right. Yeah. And I was like, Bibles. wait a minute, those aren't free. <laughs> They're provided as a service by the hotel. Uh, and I guess you could take them, but that would like be taking like the pillow or the sheets or something like that. But it's the Bible. And so I understand this. So before the court, I present to you, is the Bible at the hotel free or is it there for free use? Can you just take it if you need a Bible? I, <laughs> I obviously believe that it is free for the taking because it is not provided by the Holiday Inn or the Super 8 or right. whatever. Mm -hmm. The, the Gideons. Gideons are like, we want to make sure everyone who needs a Bible has a Bible. Mm -hmm. And so we'll just put it in this hotel. If someone decides to pick it up and read it and they find something valuable in it, take it home. We'll provide the hotel with mm -hmm. another one. 
That's always been my thought. I could be completely wrong, <laughs> but it's not like Holiday Inn went out and was like, okay, we need 40 pillows, 22 Bibles. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. well, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I contend <laughs> that, um, like freedom, the Bible is not free. The Bible came to us at great cost <laughs> down through the centuries. It's true. Many, many fought and died to bring us the scriptures that we now have. Yes. Yes. So I would say the Bible is not free, but it's already been paid for. Oh, yes. So go ahead and take it. Yeah. Well and, said. How do I follow Jesus that? Jesus paid it all. Man. <laughs> well, I'll, all I was thinking was if you can take the shampoo and the conditioner, then certainly the Lord would want you to take the Bible, right? Yes. So, and I'm with you, Amanda. The Gideons provided it, and I, I'm pretty sure if you went to the front desk and said, can I take this Bible? They'd say, sure. But, I mean... If you just took it, I think you'd get forgiven. Now, so. if only the Gideons could provide a robe and slippers. <laughs> That's next. Owl. That's next. It'll have a little gold Face mask. embossing on it says provided by the Gideons. Yeah. All right. So y'all say the so Bible is free for the taking. You think it's not. I feel like, and I could be wrong, but in my head, I feel like if I were to open up the cover of that Bible that's in the nightstand next to the hotel bed, mm. that it would say property of holiday doesn't <laughs> or please leave it here. I feel like I've seen that in my mind's eye, but maybe it's another book I'm thinking of. If there's a note that says don't take it, then obviously it's wrong. Right. But I don't know. Right. There's not a note. So. I, the next time we each go to a hotel, we're yeah. going to have to like, Steve, you're doing some travel. Yeah. So I think you're Report the next back. one who's going to be able Report to tell back. us. No, I will say... You know, just in a little bit of defense of Jeremy, like if you don't need it, like if don't you already got it. your right. own copy of the Bible, don't take it. Right. But yes, for somebody who's like, oh, this I'm hungry you know, for the word, and I need to keep yes. reading this. I found Go Jesus ahead. in a hotel room. Right. Like I want to take this. Yeah, I get yes. that. Yeah, yeah. All right, so it's free for the taking. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'll go next. Um, tax season has begun. Uh, I have two adult. Non full time students living with me, two, two of my children. Okay. Uh, they are both beyond <laughs> 18 now. Yes. All right. Uh -huh. Can you claim them as dependents? They're not full time students, which is one of the sort of tax things. Uh -huh. So if I owe this year, which I'm afraid I'm going to, I haven't done the numbers yet, but if I owe, because, okay, let's be honest, I didn't change my withholdings when I right. should have. Yeah. Right. Uh, mm. Should I ask them to contribute to my tax liability? Mm. Wow. <laughs> Uh, we're now in uh, bullpen family court. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I know. Well, side I don't note. know how block expert. Uh, yeah. Side note, I have already discussed this possibility with one of them, and he was kind of like, yeah, I think really? that's fair. Will he be getting money back? He hasn't paid rent to me oh. at all. Oh, you know, well, so he's kind of like, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. uh, he That's probably will be getting money back. Okay. He, okay. They just got their W-2s. So anyway, that's that's all the info. My instinct is to say, yeah, kind of get in here and help out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I don't have many reasons mm -hmm. for it. I just feel like that's what makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, especially if they haven't contributed anything else prior to that. Right. This, See, this would be their contribution. I feel like I would be upset if that... I'm also living with my parents, and I am also not a full-time student. My situation's a little different. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would be a little upset if my parents came to me and said, oh, hey, by the way, you owe us this money. If right. we had never talked about it in right. advance. Yes. Maybe you could set up, like, hey, this year, 
I get it. We, I didn't think about this in advance, but for next year, um, this is going to be an expectation mm-hmm. come tax time. So you can decide to either stay, continue to stay here, or you can pay rent, or move out, and then it's a non-issue. Yeah. Maybe what just if set I up said, something that by the April fifteenth of this year. That, that way they have a heads up. In a couple months. That's true. <laughs> but I can, that is true. I do need to go to HR and change my, uh, you know, withholdings. And it would be but. kind of yucky for you to be like, well, I'm not going to change my withholdings because I'm going to get money from them in the future. Yeah, no, no, That no, wasn't no. your intent. Right. So, it's sort of snuck And you did take yeah. care of them over the last year. That is true. Yeah. Well, my youngest, I will say, my youngest was a student for part of 2021 because mm-hmm. he was in his senior year of high school. But anyway. Um, maybe you could do like a percentage. Yeah. You know, instead pro-rate. of like the full thing. Yeah, prorated. <laughs> yes. I just need to go ahead and, you know, do the filing and see where we stand. There you yeah. go. Sure. Do that right. first yeah. and then worry about what's next. Right. right. Exactly. exactly. Well, yeah, I think I'm, I'm with you, Amanda. I love the idea of the choices, like giving them some choices and then they get to pick for, for next year and it gives them a little bit of time. And also then you kind of know from this year how things are looking and then you're not creating a war before a war needs to start. So, right. Um, right. And you have great kids and they're going to be receptive to um, what you ask of them. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so verdict, have a conversation. Have a conversation. Communication. For the future. Yep, yes. Yep. Okay, mine stems from an appointment I had last week. I uh, walked into my dentist's office. It's not my favorite place to begin with, but I still try to be pretty faithful about going. And the hygienist goes, wow, you really look tired. Nice. Thank you. Um, I am tired. Uh, I don't take that as an insult anymore because okay. it's just true. Um, and then... She is a very, very good at her job, but she is also very, very talkative. Mm. And so I, my bullpen court question, is it okay <laughs> if you are going to the dentist, the hairstylist, any sort of like appointment where you're kind of held captive in that chair mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to in advance say, I really appreciate you doing this for me, but I don't want to talk. No words. <laughs> we are not having conversation. Mm-hmm. I just need it to be quiet mm. is that rude or is that okay Ooh. it's not easy to do but i feel like it should be okay because yeah. if i was the person if i was the salon person mm-hmm. or whatever i would want to know yeah. like like i can provide just a moment of quiet for this person while i'm doing their service that's going to make them have a better experience and then maybe i get a better tip out of it well and i also mm. think there might be cer- certain scenarios where the person like a hairstylist or a hi- dental hygienist is like part of my job is to keep you comfortable and yes. i think maybe by talking to you that will help well maybe they don't want to talk uh-huh. and so if they get the clearance from you to say hey i'm not in a chatty mood today right they can just focus in do their job and get you out of there yeah so I feel like it's worth saying something. I always just kind of give off a vibe. Like, I just don't say much back. <laughs> they don't talk back. You know, you yeah. can you can end a conversation by just your body language. And a lot of times it, in the dentist's office, I just close my eyes and like kind of go to sleep. <laughs> it's also know? hard to talk when you've got all those sharp <laughs> points yes, in your mouth. It absolutely is, is. But I probably wouldn't confront because I'm just not confronta- confrontational. And also I'm like, if they're doing my hair, I want them to do it right. nice and then not get <laughs> mad at me or right. my teeth, right? I mean, right. you don't want someone mad at you doing your teeth or your hair or any of that business. So I think I would just be just short answers, yeah. you know, and then have a bunch of tools in my teeth and um, mouth and can't right. talk. So. I, I do think, I like what Jeremy said. I, I, I think it would be good if um, people in these professions could find a way to ask that question, to yeah. like make it safe. If you want, 
you know, yes. company and conversation, or if you just want a little bit of peace and yeah. serenity, like, like to be able to ask that. They question. should teach that in hygienist school. In fact, actually, sure. today I saw a story. It's it's a bit old, but it came up again. Where at a particular store, they had mm-hmm. two different kinds of baskets that you could carry to carry your goods. One was red, and one was black. Mm-hmm. Red indicated to the staff, "I'm cool having a conversation." Mm-hmm. Black was just leave me alone to shop. Really, it's a yeah. makeup store. Is it a makeup so, yeah. store? Okay, Stop so it. I feel like it was. I would like to hear your recommendations yeah. or yep. no, please. I just, you know, maybe if there's some sort of mechanism like that at the dentist where it's like, I'm choosing this like neck uh-huh. protector thing. Yeah. Like so the the, what is that thing with called? The, the little chain? apron? Napkin. Yeah, with the little chain. Oh. A little, a little yeah, bib? No, white, yeah, the yeah, bib. The bib. The, bib. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A, I have the red bib means I'm okay to talk. <laughs> Black bib means just to keep it silent or something like well, that. Well, you know what? I just good. realized this at my dentist. They've got a TV mm-hmm. positioned up above and they'll say, do you, do you want, want it on? Do you want TV? Do you want to watch TV or not? The answer is yes. That's their way of saying, do you want to have a conversation or not? Maybe. Be worth huh. the try. I, I always say, no, I'm just going to flip through my Facebook here. <laughs> Sorry. That was a callback to the first segment. I, I just go to sleep. <laughs> thinking more along the lines of like a service dog where they have things that say, do not pet. Yeah. You know? yeah. Right. Like, not interested. <laughs> like people that hug and don't like to hug too should wear yes. you know, some signage on that too. Mm. Not into touching. Yeah. All right. Wow. So what's our verdict? Ooh. You have to interpret what we just said and make your own yes. decision. It's okay to be honest. I think it's always okay to be honest. It's just hard to be honest. I think maybe uh, an open letter to the dental profession (laughs) on the internet that you craft and, you know. kindness. Exactly. Yeah. It's not you, it's me. And just see. Here's here's another thing you can always do. You can always walk in and be like, I'm not feeling super chatty, but let's catch up when we're done. Oh, man, that's so good. Or another time. Jeremy, that's good. But I don't want to do that. And then you can schedule a second appointment later. That's true. You might have to follow up. Let's catch up in six months. When you schedule me for that appointment that I have no idea what pushing it off. Yeah, yeah. And then say the same thing at the next appointment. Try and have a conversation. How about that? I will. Okay. Kathy. All right. So it's pretty short and sweet. I'm new to the bullpen court. I'm just going to be honest. I didn't really know the rules and all of this and that we have to become lawyers. Um, Whoops. (laughs) But this is something that I just wondered your opinion on. Um, Should pets ever wear clothes? Yes. No. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, okay, you oh, have no. to. You, that I, means I have to decide. I, I knew. I knew Steve would have a hard no. Hungry. I knew he would. And I want to know why. Like, why ever do you say they, they can't ever wear clothes? And then I also want to know your case. Like, why should they? What What about it? Okay. Should they? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Steve. Well, they're animals. They are animals. God gave them clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like God had to give Adam and Eve clothes. Yeah. We don't want to talk about how that one, you know. Yes. So pets are different than animals though. No. Yeah. Animals are just wild. Pets are like family. Oh, but I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just, okay. I'm just the judge here. So I'm not supposed to be making my case. You're a plaintiff. Um, No. So you're insinuating the fur is clothing, unnecessary to add more clothing. Right, right. Yes. Okay. So they should never wear clothes. I'm being a little facetious. I mean, like, if you want to take your dog for a walk and they need more, you know, uh, layering, then I'm fine with that. But dressing them up. (laughs) Casually? Yeah. Just for fun. I got a problem with that. <laughs> it just removes the distinction okay. that they're animals. Right. Right. That's okay. all. All right. That's all. 
Amanda? I just think they're cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, look, a dog on a walk in a puffy vest. Mm. Come on. Know, it's so cute. So I, I, the dog I used to have, I'm not going to lie, she had matching Christmas jammies with the rest of us. Okay. She looked awfully cute in them. But I mean, I, I, I get what Steve is saying because I feel like I was a 4-H kid. Like we ate our pets, right? And yeah. so, like, <laughs> oh, you know, most <laughs> it was a little of the fishes. Yes, listening. yes, right. Um, but I don't know. Sometimes I don't have any more babies. Mm-hmm. I don't have mm-hmm. any children that will let me dress them. So if I were to have a dog, I feel like that would be my one outlet aside mm-hmm. from getting myself an American Girl doll. Right, and those are expensive. They're really expensive. So. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, what do you think? Uh, yeah. He's in a rough spot. Yeah. Oh, wow. You, wow, that was punny. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like there are certain times where putting an article of clothing on the dog is acceptable. Mm-hmm. You want to dress him up for Halloween. Right. I do love the puffy vest idea. Yeah. <laughs> but I think sometimes it crosses a line and it gets overboard where it's like, why is this dog wearing a cowboy hat and right. a cowboy right. on his back it's a and, like, much. and it's yeah. not Halloween like there's just sometimes where it's like it seems excessive yeah. so you don't probably need the like, Patagonia sweater no. for the ski trip right. so, but like I also do know like for us especially winter seasons you got the rock salt mm-hmm. you got other chemicals mm-hmm. like having the booties mm-hmm. for some of those ki- for some of those guys is helpful so if that's considered clothing I right. feel like it should be acceptable but do it in a tasteful way don't go and in a way that serves the animal. Serves the animal, yes. Yeah. You know, because, yes. I mean... Maybe that's what you're saying, because you were saying an extra layer, that serves the animal. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I, I, I'm totally on board with something that is actually Beneficial. serving the animal yeah. and isn't, like, making the owner feel like it's their baby or, you know, like something that is <laughs> yeah. that is more, you know, master-oriented. It's almost like it's a, yeah, an outlet for them for some other reason than this is my pet and I'm trying to take care of you. Right. right. Yes. Yes. Right. Take good care of the animal. If it if, if, if they don't like it, oh, well, don't do it. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, Charlie did not like her Batman t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but the ears she was okay with. So, yeah, that's what I would say. Okay. I don't know. What, what, right. uh, what, um, uh, verdict do you want to take from that? Oh, man. Okay. I'm going to say that it's okay in moderation. There All right. Go. Oh, good. There you okay. go. That's always a safe verdict here yes. in the court. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to WCSG Backstage. You can help get the word out about the Backstage Podcast by rating, subscribing, and sharing with your friends. Learn more at WCSG.org. Search the keyword backstage, and it's time to close things out with a deep cut. Amanda, it's back to you. What did you bring? This is one of my favorite things. I love new music discovery, and the song that I brought is one that, if you're a Crowder fan, you probably have heard off his new album. Um, The song is called God Really Loves Us. And it's from Crowder with Dante Bow and Maverick City Music. Mm. So I like that there's diversity in culture in in the song. Um, but just the words are beautiful. And I find myself when I listen to it, like just feeling a sense of just that reminder of even in the miserable times, God really does love us. And um, his mercy is enough. His grace is sufficient. So come if you're needing forgiveness or healing. His mercy is enough. 
This is our hope. The cross, it has spoken. Death is no more. Christ is the Lord. Oh, this is our hope. And I just really appreciate it. There's a lot of repetitiveness in the chorus. Hallelujah. We are not alone. God really loves us. Mm. And just a great reminder and just really well done song. So that's what awesome. I brought. Awesome. Real good. Let's take a look at it. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Steve. I'm Kathy. And this is WCSG Backstage. I've got a friend. Closer than a brother There is no judgment Oh, how he loves me I've got a friend And he is my strength He is my portion With me in the valley With me in the fire With me in the storm His mercy's enough 